Finally. A successful <laughs> pour. Will you listen to that? What's going on, folks? We are back with enough, another episode of Love, Life, and Labels. I am Lee. And I am Ish. And what are we drinking? <laughs> We're drinking liquor, y'all. <laughs> We're drinking Jose Cuervo Margarita. Which kind? What is that? Orange? Golden. Margarita, Golden margaritas. Baby. Golden. It is quite delicious, if I might say so myself. Yeah, it's quite yummy. So we're going to see how this... Um, this episode turns out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all know we usually beer and wine drinkers. Mm-hmm. So this should be a good one. Of course, we are discussing sex for the month of February. And um, today's topic is, <laughs> drum roll please, what is good sex? And before we get into that, though, what are you watching? What are we reading? I am starting to read the new book by our favorite author. Well, my favorite author right now. Um, but I d- can't think of her name right now. Yep. Um, and she is faith. She is. And I can't think of it. But the I'm Children gonna... of Virtue and Vengeance. There vengeance we go. And vengeance and Virtue. I started reading that. And um, it's quite, quite good. For those who are unfamiliar, it's the sequel to The Children of Blood and Bone. Yep. Um, it's a fantasy novel with some social justice yes. points in it. It's, it's really good. It's good. Entertaining. Very entertaining. Yes. Young black author. It's a, a black story it's mm-hmm. about West African children and magic. The diaspora. And and all the good things. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So if I were you, I would uh, give it a purchase and give it a read. Yeah, the first one. Start with the first one. Start with uh, <laughs> Children of Blood and Bone first. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. What are you reading? What am I reading? I just finished. What did I just finish? Oh, I just finished this book called We Have Always Lived in the Castle. Oh, wow. And apparently it was a movie, too. It was a movie in 2017 or 2018. And it was really good, but it was a little creepy, Mm -hmm. a little strange. It's about this family and this, this two young girls. One of them is 30 and the other one is 18. Okay. And they're sisters, and they live in this huge house in this village. And a p- couple of years prior, their family had suffered a really devastating loss. Oh, wow. um, and it's it really talks to the lengths people will go to mm-hmm. maintain the appearance of the normalcy. Status. Oh, of normalcy. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of everything is fine and we're doing uh-huh. great. And But they got the bones in there and yeah. there's a lot going on in the house. Well, wow. so like the, some murders happened. Okay. And, but like the villagers know and the town mm-hmm. knows and everything. Um, And it was just, just the lengths people, first of all, how cruel humans yeah, are, terrible. but also the lengths people will go to appear normal or mm-hmm. to maintain some sense of normalcy in Which, their lives, yes. even though everything around them is falling apart. Mm-hmm. You know, the delusion. It says that a lot, put up. Yeah. It says a lot. To act like everything yeah, is okay. Because of, of the judgment you'll mm-hmm. receive if you're not quote unquote normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It was, it was good. It was really creepy. It's very macabre and... Oh, wow. Um, something that dark. I like. Yeah, Look it's at you dark. listening to something like that. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It has some occult moments in it. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's um, it was good. It was macabre. good. When you say macabre, yeah. I mean, I think of some dark stuff. Yeah, wow. it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I listened to it and it was I, when I went to look it up. It's an old book, so it's not like anything new. New? Okay. It's an old book. Um... I want it was written a very long time ago, mm. like not old, like oh, it was in the 90s, like old. Oh, old. like an oldie, oldie. yeah. Oh, and I didn't wow. know that, and I found out that it was a movie, they wow. made it into a movie a couple just a couple of years ago, really. So, yeah, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I watched the movie just because of the the, the, the book, mac- was, yeah, the macabre detail, yeah, there. like the book was <laughs> very, it, it was a little unsettling, but it was good. It was really wow. Good. So, I, I bet you that's a good looking book though like and if you, if yeah you so it's it. drawn the cover is like the black and white um illustrations and it's a, a young girl but it's it looks like um Coraline kind of oh really like the way is it Coraline that I'm thinking of yeah like yeah, that the, you know gothy kind of drawing yep so yeah it, it was good it was no, pretty good yeah, we might have to just have that in the library yeah I like good. that cool um what have I been watching um, I've watched 
quite a few things, but one that stood out that made my blood boil was um, the new Malcolm X documentary Everybody's on Netflix. Everybody's been talking about it. Uh, that pissed me off. Yeah, I'm not watching it. Pissed <laughs> You know, that's me my one. Oh, I'm not watching it. Like, why do... What, people are crazy. Mm-hmm. People are really crazy. Okay. And so, what, like, how do you feel about it? Would you get out of it? Um, What I got out of it was people are very dismissive and selfish i feel like not even that well of course that but when it comes to black people and you know sweeping things under the rug that is i mean the epitome of what this documentary represent documentary mm. represented Erasure. i mean sure just oh we don't talk about that mm-hmm. what yeah are you kidding me this man was walking around Newark, New Jersey, just living his black ass life. Allegedly the assassin of Malcolm X. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Child, I can't. The livid, livid. Yeah, from what I've heard about it, I was like, this is not for me because that's my one. Yep. And I have been trying to protect my peace and my sanity. Mm, mm -hmm. And it's been difficult, you know, with everything that's going on in the world. Yeah, and in our community specifically, and in this election, it's an election year. Like, it's been very difficult to kind of you know guard, safeguard my peace. Mm-hmm. So I with that, you. I've just been like, no, because right. I know that that is going to like infuriate you. Out of my ears. Absolutely, like, I know that's it. why I watched it when you were at work. I would watch it because <laughs> you know yeah. if you was watching, I was home. I'd be walking by watching it. Still, Comment, like. yeah, with your commentary, I said I gotta watch this when she's gone, and I can just watch it in peace. Because she's going to be living <laughs> and putting in her two cents. Yeah, every two minutes. Very aggressively. So mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it alone. And um, yeah, I was yelling at the television. So I can only imagine what you would have been doing. You probably would have wanted to snatch the damn TV off the wall. <laughs> okay. It was it was terrible. That documentary is crazy. So yeah, that's what I've watched. Um, anything new that you, you checked out? or No, I'm just still watching my garbage TV. Yeah, the trash. Wow. Otherwise, y'all know I'm Reg, you know, Golden Girls, Five's Burgers. <laughs> I've been missing Steven Universe, so I've been watching that. I'm waiting yeah. for Lucifer mm. to come back on. I'm, I need Netflix to go ahead and drop that season five mm-hmm. or six, wherever we are now. And I'm waiting, waiting impatiently. I hear you. <laughs> so that's that. And when that that's drops, I will be binge watching that Copy for that. hours on end. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, but that's it for our um, social, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What Just we've what doing. we've been doing our <laughs> every day, you know, coming home and watching what we watch and just relaxing and decompressing from our work days. That's what we've been doing. Um, oh, and I've been working like I did Fashion Week. Yes, you did. And killed it. Killed yeah, it. Yeah, did some hair for Fashion Week you here know? in Philly last week, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just been tired because it's working. Yeah. I got three jobs. The hustle, the grind. (laughs) (laughs) The hustle and bustle of the grind. It is serious, okay? As you all very well know, I'm sure. Working, baby, working. But um, yeah, I mean, other than that, life is really, really good. You know, I can't complain. I'm happy. We are blessed. Um, I'm just, I'm happy. Very Good. happy. You should yeah. be happy. Mm-hmm. You've worked mm-hmm. hard. The guides are blessing us, man. I'm telling you. So mm. what is good sex, Leah? What makes sex good? So back to the topic. Today's topic. What is good sex? What constitutes as good sex? For me, so many different things. So many we'll different things. the first one and then we can unpack that. So we're going to unpack chemistry. Okay. Okay, chemistry. You have got to have chemistry with the person you are lying down with. Would you agree? I do. I do agree. Um, there are different kinds of chemistry, though. I'm talking about sexual chemistry. Yeah, that's. I mean, you have to. Period. You have to. I know that like, we always kid and joke about me being vain or whatever. <laughs> um and you know I own it. It's something that you know. Mm-hmm. You can't deny it. No, and I don't feel I don't feel bad about it. I think that and that blows people's minds. But I don't feel bad about it. I don't apologize for the fact that I take physical appearance and when I'm choosing mm-hmm. a partner very seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm not a 
fall in love with your personality kind of person kind of now. Girl. Just because, also, just because I find this person very attractive does not mean the rest of the world will find them very attractive. Absolutely. You know, but like for me, it is so important for me to be physically attracted to you right away. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, well, maybe if I change her haircut or <laughs> if I dress her like this or she look better with locks or, yeah. you know, she looks better as a film, she looks better as a dime. Like, mm-hmm. No, I have to immediately be yeah. like, damn, she's yeah. fine, you know, or else yeah. it's done. Yeah, I work. It doesn't mean I'll cut you off and I won't speak to you, but I will never sleep with you. I can't date you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be the homie mm-hmm. and that would be that. But, you know, chemistry for me is, that's it. Like, I, I have to feel it. Immediately. Immediately. So when you look at a person, it's like immediate. Like, yeah, I will fuck that person. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. else I won't. I yeah. can't convince myself to be turned on by you. Like, mm-hmm. I can't look for things to to make me feel the way I need to feel right. to bone you. Like, I can't. Yeah, I'm, and I'm honestly, I'm at a point now where, yeah, like if we were both single, that's where my headspace would be. Like immediately, I would have to find you sexually attractive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In order for me love to get a down. Personality, like, I, yeah, you? you know what I mean? I was there. <laughs> you know, I was there. I was. I would give you a chance based off your personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, she's nice. Yeah. And I couldn't even get that far because if I didn't find you physically attractive or sexually attractive right away mm-hmm. i don't care if you got a good personality or not like because now the way i'm i'm interacting and engaging with you mm-hmm. is on a friend level right so you could have a great personality it's not going <laughs> to change the fact that i don't want to sleep with you it, yes you know yes. <laughs> or i don't want to date you romantically mm-hmm. yep i hear that and i hear that chemistry is very important chemistry so, is very important so what like, how do you know if you have chemistry? Like, what does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? The vibe, when you when you interact with somebody, when you speak to somebody initially, you know whether whether or not there's a spark there. And then for me, if there's a spark there, you continue the conversation, continue to speak to this but person. But what is this? How do you recognize a spark? It's a feeling, honestly, for me. It is. And I know this sounds, you know, oh, a feeling, so, so blah, blah. But I can't, I can't put it into words. But what does the feeling it's, feel it's, like? It's a spark. Like, it's, it feels, if, it's like a happy place, if that makes sense. Like, when you're in, engaging with someone and there's a spark there, you feel like, almost like, um, jovial and, and, and like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um. There's a, there's a sense of excitement and you feel like, ooh, I want to see where this goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really want to see where this goes because you have have ignited something in me. You know what I mean? That spark. It's like You've a curiosity. It. it makes you want to dig yeah, deeper. Yeah, I have to dig deeper. I have to dig deeper. And with that, when you start digging and then this person gives you what you, you know, what you need, what you've been looking for. I feel like the chemistry is even stronger, in my opinion. So what does it look like? Like, when you're interacting with someone, Mm -hmm. what does having chemistry look like? Or, you know, like, if you and I are interacting, how would anyone from the outside be able to tell that we have any kind of chemistry? Body language. Body language. Body language. Body language. You know, you're dating someone or you're getting to know someone, I should say. Mm-hmm. How will you know if they're feeling your chemistry? Like, what signs are you looking for? You know, what a person be looking for? What would you notice to say, okay, let me keep going. This is right. going well. Or let me pull back. This isn't going right. so well. So body language, the leaning in when you're speaking to someone and they're speaking, you're holding a conversation with somebody. If You know, if they're leaning into you and they're... They might touch your hand or the eye contact lingers. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking away. You know, they're engaged in you. That, to me, is an inkling or indication that this person is is feeling me as well. So I can take it a step further. You know what I mean? You know, like you feel it. The, the, The body language is key. It's key. It's key. It's key. I can't stress it enough. So then let me ask you this, because we started dating again before, I guess the, the tides have kind of shifted and changed. Mm -hmm. So like I had someone ask me recently, 
they're getting to know someone and, you know, they feel like things went really well. And mm-hmm. then the person asked them to hang out again. And, um, you know, they thought it was going really well. But then when they got around each other, the person like can't tell whether or not this person is like really with it or not. Hmm. OK. So let me ask you this. Like you you leaned a lot on body language, but in the era of the text, mm. Because mm-hmm. most people are not talking on the phone. And even if they're FaceTiming, they're, you know, you can't even see the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got the phone laying down and they're FaceTiming, which essentially you could just be talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, during the, in the generation of the text message, you know, how do you know if you're texting or talking to someone and you're not physically with them? Mm-hmm. How can you tell if they're feeling it or not? Like, what what clues lead now, to whether or not the chemistry is there? With that question, I'm going to say the volume of texting, the volume of communication that you guys are, you know, having. Because if you're texting somebody and they are making you a priority, meaning they respond immediately, meaning they, if they don't respond immediately, they give you a reason why they didn't, you know, respond immediately. And then they engage in texting with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that to me is an indication that they're interested in you. You know what I mean? They're not giving you one word responses you know like you're bothering them you know so how can you tell the difference when you're texting with someone and you can be having a really good long text thread Mm -hmm. like how do you know when it's going beyond oh i like you as a friend versus i want to take this further what you're talking about what you're discussing because if you know we're all adults here we know what we discuss we know how you know how we discuss things and in 2020 Ooh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we are we're we're very straightforward. We don't have time to beat around the bush and bullshit. You have to ask people, are you interested? You have to put your feelings out there first. Well, there but now we're talking about emotional security. No, though. but that no I will put my listen, I like you. Like I'm feeling you. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you're feeling me. Am I correct in in in, in that assumption? You know what I mean? And then let them let, tell you what's going on. Nine times out of ten, if all the markers <laughs> are lining up, the answer is going to be yes. They're feeling you. And then you take it from there. So you just have to ask. Ask. Just <laughs> ask. What's the worst that can happen? They say no? Okay. But yeah, but then when we're talking, you know, we're going into emotional security because, you know, I think we, we may have talked about that before, but feeling safe, mm-hmm. being vulnerable with someone. Yeah. Um. You don't always feel that when you're just getting to know somebody or you're trying to bone them, you know? Mm-hmm. So to put yourself out there, a lot of people are afraid of rejection or afraid of being um, perceived as quote-unquote thirsty or too Joe and or like you're doing too much, you that's know? That's the problem. And that that whole thirsty and doing too much thing, I, I feel like you're blocking your blessings and you're getting in your own way. If you like somebody, let them know. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Oh, being thirsty and this is... Stop it. I agree. Stop it. Put yourself in a different category from everybody else. If you want to stand out in this person's, you know, mind, you have to move different. You have to move different. You can't be like uh, Kim and and, and, uh, uh, Robin and all of them. You can't. You got to set yourself apart. Like, stop doing, oh, I got to wake the caller because I don't want to seem thirsty. No, fucking hit her up. (laughs) Hit her up. You don't ask her to me. dinner. I did because I was young and that's what we was doing. Back then. <laughs> okay, it's 2020. You got to move different. Stop. Ask. Don't. You don't have to ask her to dinner. No, no. that's that's deep. Lunch. Don't ask her to dinner. Brunch. Bitches would love you brunch. Like to go to brunch. <laughs> I would like. No, I would like to take you to brunch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not would you like. I would like to take yeah. you to brunch. When we're are you available? Op- we're doing open ended questions yes. here. When are you available? I like it. Okay. And then you have a conversation with this woman. Okay. Have a conversation with this woman. And if we have any fellas listening, have a conversation, gay men, have a conversation with this man. You know, let them know what you're about and what you want. Stop playing. We don't have time for games in 2020. Stop playing. And the chemistry, if it's there, you're going to know it. You feel it when it's chemistry. You feel it. It's a feeling. You don't guess around. You don't guess with chemistry. It's either it's there or it's not there. I know. I I, don't, I guess I'm just looking at it from the perspective of, like, I could 
feel like we have good chemistry, mm-hmm. but you give me mixed signals. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about us literally. Yeah, though. no, of course. Like, I like there are situations when people are getting to know each other and mm-hmm. you, like one person can be like, wow, I'm really digging it. Like the conversation is going so well and mm-hmm. we have such a good time, but I don't really know where the other person's head is. And you know? that's why you have to ask questions. Oh, no, I agree. You know, I'm all about yeah, straight to the point. You have to ask questions. Make it bold Stop for me. It. Highlight it. Underline Stop it. Stop playing. Because, <laughs> right. Because you're wasting your time otherwise. I don't know about you. I don't have time to waste. I don't. Okay? Period. Ask the questions. Have conversations. Like, let's take it back to the 90s. Let's take it back to the 80s, the 70s, when people were actually having conversations with with folk. You know what I mean? Sitting down, engaging. Having conversations. Figuring out. Over a meal. Yes. Over a cocktail. We all, everybody on here, I think, is over 21. Yeah, you know what I mean? Over a cocktail. Figuring it out. If you don't drink a mocktail and just talk. Period. And just talk. Because that's how you're going to get to know whether or not there's chemistry or not. And if there isn't, that's fine. Move on to the next. And now why, now, now, how does chemistry make the sex good? Chemistry makes the sex good because when there is chemistry, baby, it enhances everything. Okay? It enhances everything. Like what? Tell me about it. Like what is, what is, tell me about sex with good chemistry and how it plays a part in relation to sex without good chemistry good chemistry to me is the most important thing to good sex honestly if there's no chemistry there the sex is going to be trash right but i'm saying why tell me what about good sex like what part of good sex does chemistry play like when you're having sex Mm -hmm. what part is chemistry playing what makes the sex good with good chemistry you have to have rhythm with a person you have to have rhythm with a person movement fluidity in the bedroom is important Uh, the way you touch each other you know is all based off of your chemistry with an individual chemistry (laughs) i can't stress it enough how important it is if i'm going to give you an example like the chemistry is off with a person the fluidity in the bedroom is going to be there 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 will be none mm. okay there will be no fluidity the the movement it, w- it it will feel robotic if there's no chemistry the sex will feel robotic period have you ever been in a situation where you haven't had chemistry with a person mm. and it's been off like something's just been off and like it, it I'm gonna say I'm gonna look at this from because you know I'm a relationshiper, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna look at this from like my actual experience and mm-hmm. say it wasn't so. I I mean I had chemistry because I was in a relationship with the person, yeah. But when we weren't feeling each other, like I don't know, I've never had makeup sex. Okay. Like that is something to me. That is kind of a foreign concept. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around. It is mm-hmm. something that I want to try, mm-hmm. but I've never had makeup sex because for me, if we are not vibing, sex is not happening. None right. of my sexual signals are, ready to rock and roll. are working. Yep. Like everything shut down and went to bed. It's yep. done. Okay. The mask on, the bonnet on, it's done. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. <laughs> so I have been in situations where my my libido was like, girl, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm yeah. not doing this with you. Even though it was someone that, you know, I found physically attractive. Yeah, I found course. sexually attractive. But trying to have sex when I'm not feeling somebody is not, like, it's just it's not. Just not. Like, not I'm not happen. coming. I'm not having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. She dry. It like, becomes mechanical. It's painful. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. So, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's a yes. Mm-hmm. Then, like, um... From my perspective, chemistry makes sex good because it makes sex easier. Yeah. Um, you don't have to think so much about mm-hmm. it, about what to do. Um, when you have good chemistry, you have good communication. Mm-hmm. So you know what your person's boundaries are. They mm-hmm. know what your boundaries are, what you like. And, you know, obviously you don't know all of this stuff up front. Yeah, of course but not. But it, it gives room for exploration to mm-hmm. fit, find those things out yep. later. Yep. So to me, that's that's why... That's the part chemistry plays in good mm-hmm. sex and makes sex easier. Yeah, and communication. Going back on 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 communication because you can't be too prudish or scared to have these conversations with someone that you're getting to know 
and getting to the chemistry part. You had, you know what I mean? Like you have to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. What are you into? What do you like? You know what I mean? So you can know what to do when it comes to being in the bedroom. You know what I mean? And you have to be brave enough to answer those questions. Yeah. I've been in, in conversations with people where like, you know how I am. Like mm-hmm. I'm straight from the door. Obviously that's not the only conversation you had. Right. Chemistry includes talking about things other than sex. Absolutely. But when you are having that conversation about sex, you know, I go straight straight to it. Mm-hmm. What you into, what you're not into. Yes. Like, what's a hard line for you? Um, what are you willing to bend, bend the... What's gray? What's the gray yeah, area the gray for area. you? What's the hard no? Yeah. What's the absolutely that's going to be my thing? Mm-hmm. No matter what's going on, that's the thing that's yep, taking me that's there. Really, yep. um, Get it done. And I've been in situations where I've had those conversations and asked those questions. And then the person, all they do is flip it back on me. Well, what are you into? Well, or I like everything. Mm -hmm. And no, you don't. Because then when we get down to it, you got all these rules and stipulations and boundaries. So, you know, be brave enough also to answer those questions Mm -hmm. like specifically and be specific and not very blasé Mm -hmm. and, you know... um, general like oh i like everything or i I like sex or like duh right but what does that entail for you right what is sex to you hello (laughs) so yeah be be like uh brave enough to yeah answer the questions Mm -hmm. and to ask them absolutely absolutely how do you feel about intimacy intimacy is deep um intimacy is deep because i like i said i think we talked about it last week for me, like sex without feelings, like that's not that's not for me. <laughs> so intimacy and and vulnerability and being able to kind of shed your layers mm-hmm. in front of someone is sex to me. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to make me feel emotionally safe yeah because like i'm sharing my body with you this is a transference of energy like i'm not just giving you mine but i'm also receiving yours yours. so i need to really like i gotta know that it's right that Mm -hmm. you know before we you know lay it out on the table hmm, no pun intended (laughs) i need to know that when when these two spirits come together It's going to be right. Yeah. And that includes feeling safe emotionally, feeling mm-hmm. safe, um, physically safe. Absolutely. Okay. Like your girlfriend, you ain't got a girlfriend that I don't know about or a side piece that's going to kick the door in mm-hmm. or, you know, you ain't trying to rush me out on no walk of shame shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you are clean yeah. and you take care, you know, take pride in your sexual health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like all of that is very important. And. If I am in a relationship with you, then obviously my emotional security is important too. Because if I don't feel like I can let my guard down with you, it's not gonna work. That's right. You know, like take your time for me. And I don't know if it's the Virgo in me or whatever. Like take your time with me. Yes. Get to know me. Get to know my body. Like don't do with me what you do with everybody else. Because I'm be able to tell. Mm-hmm. Like I'm be able to tell. Like damn, you ain't even trying to you make this to for me. Customize it, baby. You know, like. <laughs> customize the experience i'm telling you yeah like you're not even trying to make this about me like or you never really paid attention to what i said i like and what i'm into you just are doing what you always do yeah so you know intimacy is also um, getting to know me you have to familiarize yourself with your partner's wants needs and likes you have to do it you really do if you do not do that like my wife just said it's like you're literally just going through the motions. You know what I mean? Going through the damn motions. Yeah, and, you know, take care of me. Get to know me. Talk to me. Show interest in me. Show interest in my interests. You know, and mm-hmm. even, we're talking about sex because it ain't always about relationships. You right. know, even if it's somebody you're hooking up with, like your your friend with benefits or your, uh, your one-night stand, we're not doing all of that. But, yeah. like, your friend with benefits or the person you're dating or the person you're sleeping with, mm-hmm. you know, take the time to really share information and show interest and, you know, like touch me. Yes. Like, you know, touch me, kiss me, um, hug and me. Pay attention to how they respond when you do these things. Mm-hmm. You have to pay attention to their responses. Okay. Please. Because 90% of communication is nonverbal. Yep. So watch, watch for cues, listen for cues. Um, 
But yeah, touching and and kissing and touching is important. Know where to touch, how to touch. Yes. Um, know when to be gentle, when to be rough, mm-hmm. when you know, assertively mm-hmm. use a little muscle, mm-hmm. use a little teeth. Like yes, you know, just, it go it goes back to the rhythm. Yeah, like you have to know how to do that stuff, and you learn that stuff about the person because it changes. Yeah, it changes for me. It changes with every experience. Like mm-hmm. the way we had sex yesterday, and what I liked yesterday, I might want something different, different today, today. You yes, know, like Didi. It changes. So on your mood. It depends on the mood. Yeah. Like intimacy to me, like my love language is acts of service. Mm -hmm. So do things for me Mm -hmm. without me having to ask. ask. Yep. And I mean that in and outside the Mm -hmm. bedroom, you know, like pay attention and do things for me without me having to direct you Mm -hmm. and guide you through it. But also allow me to do things for you. Right. Because that's how I also, that's how I show love. Mm -hmm. I receive love. That's how I show love too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I'm not the touchy feeliest person ever, Mm -hmm. But, you know, if that's what you're into, like, because I'm an acts of service person, I pay attention to that and I notice that, so then I'll do that, you mm-hmm. know? And to me, that's intimacy on a very deep level because it feels like you can be vulnerable. Absolutely. You know, you can relax and Absolutely. let that person, you know, take the reins mm-hmm. and, you know, take the wheel and drive, yeah. you know, and handle mm-hmm. the journey. And you just sit back and, and, and ride. enjoy No it. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy it, you know? Ugh. Sex is a fantastic thing. It really is. Between two parties. Two consenting adults. Two consenting (laughs) adults, okay, who are in tune physically and emotionally, in my opinion. If those two things are 100% in alignment, that's good sex. That's it. That's all that makes good sex to you. I mean, that, those are the two most important things because everything else just falls right into place. They just fall right into place, you know, what about, in my opinion. What about trust? What about talking dirty? What about lingerie and dressing up or trying new things and fantasies? Like, So we're getting into like all of those other good things. Good sex, yeah. Listen here. Whew. If you put on a nice piece of lingerie, and you are confident in that, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. But why? Why I'm is lingerie sexy if it's you're going to take it off anyway? In terms, it, it's because it's the package. You know what I mean? Wrap it up nicely and let me undo the ribbon and the bow and unwrap you. You know what I mean? That's what lingerie is. It's presentation for what's in. The, you know what's about to happen. Sometimes you just want a nice little bow wrapped around it. Like, let me, let me, so I get to take it off. Yeah, I just, I want to take it off. You know what I mean? And get to the business and get straight to it. I love it. All right, so then what do y'all dimes do for lingerie? Because we like a nice package too. I'll wear a nice little silk um, box of pieces. <laughs> cute, cute, short, you know, fit the body nice. And um, a sexy robe, you know what I'm saying? Silk robe. On my Martin shit, you know? I can't. Yes. That is so unfair. You know? We have, we literally put strings of fabric up our ass cracks. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and place our titties mm-hmm. in horrible contraptions made of wire and lace and elastic. Okay, terrible, but it looks really good. And we get a boxer and a robe. Yeah. Comfortable clothes. Yeah. Mm Y'all get to be comfortable and we got to fucking bind ourselves in these contraptions. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> wow. But I'm not Y'all gotta do better. Y'all gotta make more of an effort. I mean, listen, if I had I'll design some shit now, okay? Don't talk about it. I'll, I'll design some shit. Don't talk about it. And have us out here looking real good. I look forward to seeing it. Okay. Put your asses in some uncomfortable harnesses and shit that hoist your titties up into your neck and all of that. Sexy underwear. No, that's boring. Bottoms, okay. That's boring. It ain't boring on me. It's boring. It's not boring on me. (laughs) It's boring. Y'all get to be comfortable, and we got to be in torture devices. Mm -mm. And I'm not even anti lingerie. I love underwear. Like you know this, I have a very extensive collection of underwear. It's (laughs) an obscene amount, actually. (laughs) But you know, it's just, I just wonder, I wonder what the allure is from the receiving party of lingerie. Unwrapping that package. 
It's it's thrilling. It really is. You know, it's it's a beautifully wrapped package. And then the, the, the wrapping itself is beautiful. So it's a turn on. It's exciting. You know, it's very exciting. So what's better? Completely naked. I'm talking about during the sex. Mm-hmm. Completely naked or in lingerie? I'm taking the lingerie off. So I'm going to say completely naked. It's coming off. <laughs> Everything comes off. Get it Not off. even just like keep the teddy on. No, the teddy's definitely coming off. I need to see your body. I might slide a panty over, but the teddy's coming off. Mm. Teddy's definitely coming off. It's got to go. Because what are you here for? Thank you. You you look great, but you got to get the fuck off because I need to see <laughs> what I'm aiming for. I got to see it. Okay? That's it. That's it. So many layers to good sex. I mean, <laughs> so many different layers. Touching. Feeling. Ugh responding you know what i mean the the response of a woman is enough to send me to the to, through the moon now with that what about talking i love it dirty talk <laughs> that i hate that phrase i love it's it so corny talking dirty it is talking dirty it's corny it's, it's old school but it's i love it why i think it's sexy i really do when you talk or being talked to both <laughs> i love it i love it my goodness i love it now, it's, what does that do sexy. for you? It gets the juices flowing even more. You know what? <laughs> I mean, we getting straight to it. Okay. Really does. It's a nice situation. It really is. It really is. I love when you, you know, you, you tell me what you want and how you want it. I love it. I love it. I think that's amazing. That's, now that I think is it. Intimacy, intimacy and trust play a huge role in that because... It is you're very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're going to take the leap to to talk during sex, mm-hmm. um, you have to feel comfortable with the person, and it takes a lot of balls. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage, I should say, to say things, say erotic things in the midst of having sex. Like some people are just mm-hmm. like, no, I don't have time for that. It's too much going on. Shit. But it's like, why not? Like if you're enjoying it, say that you like it. Yes. Like it's, it don't take but a half a second. Literally. You know, it's not taking anything away from what's happening. Nope. Mm-hmm. Now me telling you that I like what you're doing throws you off. Then, okay, you need, you got we, we have bigger problems here. Yeah, okay. Problem. <laughs> okay. You need to fix but, that. Yeah. <laughs> in- intimacy and trust are very important. If you're going to talk dirty now, for me, talking dirty comes in levels because, like, I don't like vulgarity in my day to day life. Mm-hmm. I don't like vulgar comedies mm-hmm. and like people who just have really filthy mouths. Mm-hmm. And now I curse like a sailor. We know this, but it's different from being vulgar. Like you know, like <laughs> I curse. You know, I'm all about a what the fuck. Like you know, like yeah, I'm I'm good for a nice you know nice sprinkle of profane language Mm -hmm. but i don't like vulgarity in my day-to-day life so to to talk dirty like it come in layers Mm -hmm. you can't just like straight off the door say some old off the wall you know no 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 like you said it's layers okay you can't just say x y like i can't i I can't even think of an an example right now but you can't go straight to the 10 yeah like no you can't you you gotta build you gotta build build it up and it's not saying that, you know, you got to talk every single time. No. But, you know, you build the intensity mm-hmm. as you go on. And, you know, some some sex is like, you know, depending on what you're into, it's like real rough and mm-hmm. nasty. And, you know, shit, you, y'all side-eyeing each other the next yeah. day or, you know, afterwards. Y'all was fucking that night. You was fucking that night. Or you, you looking at each other like, mm-mm, I don't mm. even know you. <laughs> You know, and in other days, it's it's making love. Yeah, it's very sensual you know, and, you know, intimate and ooh, you know what I mean. Just yeah, sensual. so like when you have in the very like when you you you're making love, and it's it's sensual mm-hmm. as Leah said, and you know, like you're taking your time and it's very touchy and it's emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to open your mouth and say some like super vulgar shit. You don't want to go to a 10. You yeah. don't. It's like, wait a minute it's now. like, what? what? Like, Because that'll throw you off. Like, yeah, well, wait, like, where, what? Where, where are we at right now? Because that escalated quickly. I thought this was romance time, okay? 
thought this was romance time. And on, you know, the other side of the coin, when you fucking, mm. and you know, it's like super intense mm-hmm. and like you trying new things and you swinging from chandeliers mm-hmm. or ceiling fans more realistically. Yeah, you're getting me you hot know, in like- here. You're getting me hot <laughs> You know, when you got, you know, the. Uh, ropes and blindfolds yeah. and they're like you're doing your things mm-hmm. or you're trying new positions or you know mm-hmm. you you exploring and you're pushing your boundaries yep. a little bit you also don't want to be timid and approved yeah no in that situation no. like no. you have to really know, know what's happening turn, as my wife always says know the audience yeah you gotta know what, what the situation is if you fucking you gotta read the room fuck. <laughs> if you if you feeling all you know mushy and lovey-dovey and you want to be romantic that night be romantic don't don't go to the 10 on a romance night you know what i'm saying you go to the 10 when you're trying to swing from some motherfucking ceiling fans <laughs> that's when you go to the 10 damn okay now come on i just saw um a meme that fucking angelique's ass <laughs> she po- she posted a meme and it was like uh well it was somebody's tweet from mm-hmm. twitter a screenshot of somebody's post and it was like y'all love talking shit about vanilla sex but it's really amazing when you know both people enjoy it it's not my fault you gotta be in the headlock and the bear trap to come <laughs> Or get punched in the face to come or you something I mean? like that. Like punched like, in the fucking stomach. Now punch me in my stomach real hard. What the fuck? So I, <laughs> I bring that up to say kink is not for everybody. It's not, but it's for, for some. Right. <laughs> and if it's not for you, that's don't okay. Don't judge it. It's okay. No, it's not even about judging for me. Like, <laughs> you don't have to feel like you have to have that kind of no. sex. No. You know, everybody don't like to be smacked on their ass. No. Everybody don't like to be choked or have their hair pulled. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, especially in the black community. And now, I'm going to speak from my experiences. Mm-hmm. And this has been, like, my life growing up. Like, okay. when you hear about sex, especially, like, I grew up around a bunch of cis hetero men. Like, you hear all they talk about is, oh, hitting it from the back, smacking ass, pulling hair. And it's like, everybody not into that. No. And some women, you know, got traumas or some women just are not into that. Like, period. It, it's humiliating to them, you mm-hmm. know? And like, also, don't fucking touch my hair, nigga. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. So, you know, it's just... It's okay if that is not for you. It is. Because vanilla it sex is. is good and when both yeah, when both people are into it, it is it's good. good. For them, right. Yeah. And that's okay. So yeah, we gotta it's okay. be we gotta get comfortable knowing ourselves. I think what makes sex great. The difference between good sex and great sex mm-hmm. is when you know what you like. Yeah. Come on, great. Seriously, on, like great. you can have good sex. But, like, when you're having, what takes it up a notch to great sex is when you know and are comfortable and confident in sharing what you like like and demanding that in the bedroom. Like, okay, this is what I like. Do this. And let me tell you something. When your woman is comfortable enough sharing that information with you, when you take advantage of that, like my wife just said, it takes good sex. All the way up to excellent sex. I mean, shit be like, you you feel like you didn't, uh, you drained, okay? Yeah. You are drained. That's you King Kong out here. To, yes, man. That you beating on your chest you, Yo, you be like, yeah, I, I just fucked that up right there. Tore that ass up. <laughs> Tore it up. But you got to know you. You got to know you. You do? And you can't just be like trying to convince yourself that something is for you because Mm -mm. society says that you Mm -hmm. should be doing it or that that's what you're supposed that's how you're supposed to have sex like and and don't be afraid don't be nervous don't be scared you have to be comfortable enough with your spouse like my wife just said to open up and share those things that you enjoy and that will keep you at home Mm -hmm. now also with that though it goes back to emotional security and intimacy because it, it takes a lot to share that. It does. And to be vulnerable like that. And you definitely have to get to that place. Oh, but, yep, that's where I was that's going. Sure. Only share that with someone who makes you feel safe and Absolutely. comfortable sharing those things Absolutely. with them. Yep. Not someone who demands that yeah, of no, you. No. Someone who requires you to share that information with you. No. That's something that you have to do when you're ready that's and right. you feel comfortable. That's right. Not like, oh, I'm dating them and they fine and I know we're going to have sex because we've been talking for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or no. no. 
If you ain't ready and you haven't gotten to that point where you feel safe enough mm-hmm. to... To share yourself with that person. Yeah, then <laughs> guess what? Guess who ain't fucking tonight? That's it. That's I don't it. give a fuck how and much money all. you spent. Where you... You're not getting any. $200 bill. $250 dinner racked up. And guess where I'm going? Home. Home. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye, bye myself. Bye. I say, bye-bye, baby, bye-bye. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, no. Listen, ladies... You have got to be comfortable, period, period. If you are not comfortable, it ain't happening. No. It's not happening. And it's nothing wrong with it. No. It's, it's nothing okay. wrong with you it. You don't have to fuck everybody no, you date you or something. talk to. Me, and if you with somebody who makes you feel a way about it, they're not for you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye, bye, baby, bye, bye. On to the next. That's yeah, it. Yeah, like you don't have to. You can date people without having sex with them. And if they make Period. you feel... Pressured. Like, yeah, pressured. Or, you know, they're trying to coerce you into having sex. Like if they come at you and you be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not with it. And then they keep trying. That's coercion. Like, no, no, that's no, no. not for you. I, I said no. Right. And like, that's not for you. And don't feel like you have to sleep with somebody or else they're going to lose interest and want to date somebody else. Let them. Bye. Let them. It's fine. It's cool. It's completely fine. It's cool. cool. And if you aren't out here looking for an emotional attachment and you just out here to fuck too, make sure that the person that you're dealing with knows that. That's it. And contrary to what people may think, dominant women like to chase. Yeah. We like to chase. So we don't always want to fuck the first night we take you out or the first brunch we take you on. You know what I'm saying? Let us chase you. Well, some of these immature ones do. Damn. A lot of these immature ones do. Listen, you know, I'm going to speak for me. I yeah. like the chase. I'm going to say toxic masculinity has definitely creeped into our community. And I I have seen it. Like a lot of doms who feel like because they take you out, you like owe them yeah, some no, pussy. And no. it's like, no. If you try to hand me the pussy after, I, after I've taken you out, I'm turned off. I'm cool. Yeah, like, but there are a lot of people who feel the opposite way. I like, know. Trust me. Oh, know. well, you know, so what's up? Or I know a lot of dimes who don't even go that far and just expect because they've been talking to you for a little bit and y'all got a long text they message They want to come over Netflix and chill. Yeah, no. and you're not supposed to be talking to other people or dealing with other people or somehow you a hoe and you this and you that. Yeah, and it's like, I'm sorry. Are you crazy? You're not my woman. What? When do we have that We're conversation? Not in a relationship, sis. I'm doing me. Yeah. And I expect that you're doing you. And when it comes to us doing each other. It'll happen when I'm ready. That's it. And it'll be safe. And it'll be on my terms. And it'll be what I want to do when I want to do it. That's it. Yeah, that's that's how y'all got to treat us out here. Dominant when you got to treat us like that. Stop letting us just run over y'all and fuck when we want to fuck. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's, that shit's, I don't like that. And from the femme perspective, we can treat these heifers just like the pieces of meat some of them are. Period. Like, if you got a pass around, you got a hot potato. That's no, it. you got a hot potato. When it's community, and dick, act accordingly. That's it. When Period. it's community, treat it like the community. Period. It's for everybody. That's it. Long as you are being safe and it's what you want to do, that's it. you go ahead and literally hop on to the next if that's, that's what it. you want. That's what you choosing out here. That's, that's it. it. And that's all. And, and that may be great sex to you. Sex yep. about attachment. Yep. And that's fine. But know that whether or not that's really for you mm-hmm. and be honest with mm-hmm. the people you're sleeping with. That's it. Trust, man. Trust makes sex great. It really does. It really does. Like, when you feel safe, like, I know with my wife, I mean, I feel completely 100% safe. I feel like I'm home when I'm with my wife. You know what I mean? I protect the sex is great. It is. It's really great. Praise the Lord for marriage and monogamy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. When you know you can just do all types of nasty, raw just crazy shit with your spouse shit that's just out of pocket go ahead and make the podcast end early when you like <laughs> go ahead <laughs> like you said you roll over and be looking at each other like whoa <laughs> whoa that's the best feeling ever like it's that shit is incredible it's incredible and you can't do that when you out here thotting and bopping single you can't just be out here raw dogging putting your face and everything you can't just be doing that they do it yeah be walking around here with with a lot going on in their fucking face and lips talking about something i don't know what's going what's this girl go to the doctor that's what that is <laughs> that's the herb Go get that. Go get that situated. Okay, <laughs> get that cut off. I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know, baby. <laughs> Whew. 
Mm-hmm. Terrible. Trust, man. Trust, trust, trust. Mm-hmm. Trust makes sex great. Touching and intimacy makes sex great. Honesty does, makes sex great. Damn. It's nothing like it. It's nothing like finding a woman who you feel 100%, 100% yourself with, comfortable with. It's nothing like it. Being able to just be you. You know what I mean? Feel free enough to be you with the person. You know what I mean? And and have that intimacy, that, uh, just that deep, just understanding. You know what I mean? With somebody, y'all, y'all, y'all like what you like, and y'all go in it knowing what you like. The communication is one hundred percent there, and you guys are just vibing. The vibe, the feeling, the connection is there. The, co- the chemistry and the connection is there. The sex is mind-blowing. If all of those markers line up, it's over. And if you're single and you're just wondering how to be better at sex, honestly, just figure out what you like. And, and customize it. I don't know what to tell you. No, see, no. Because that's going back to that horrible, horrible misconception that all women are great at sex because women know what women like. No, that's but bullshit. Listen, when I say customize it, that I'm saying you have to pay attention to what your the person who you are lying down with it in that moment likes. You have to pay attention to their responses. Okay? Their verbal communication with you, whether it's not even they may not even say a word, but you have to listen. Women will tell you everything you need to know. Just listen, okay? Listen to to the way their body moves. Vocally, they may not they may not say a word. They may just uh, moan something. It lets you know everything you need to know. Just listen, pay attention. And that's not even where I was going. I was gonna going to say, where you going with it, baby? If you are single and you're just trying to figure out how to have better sex, figure out what you like mm-hmm. and be confident. Like, really figure it out, though. Mm-hmm. Like, not, oh, what am I supposed to like? But what it is you actually like. Mm-hmm. And then be confident enough to express that to the person that you are preparing to have sex with. Mm-hmm. And then listen to what they like. And put those two things together. Communication. Like, that is great. That is how you get better at sex. So, communication. Knowing, knowing what you like. Mm-hmm. But it's a technique in that. Mm-hmm. It's a technique in knowing what you like. And figuring out what someone else likes or someone telling you what they like and fusing those two styles. (laughs) Yes. There's a technique to that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like some people may, you may really like penetration, giving it. Mm -hmm. And then they may really like receiving oral. Mm -hmm. So trying to figure out, okay, well, this is what turns, what does it for me, what gets me to big O and you not with that. Right. So how do we maneuver that? that? You know, mm-hmm. like how do we navigate that situation so that we're both getting, getting where we need we to need. go? Yes, correct. And so there's a technique in that. And on that part, I can't tell you because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I know how it works in my marriage, uh-huh. but you obviously not sharing out. that. No, but, but that's, that's something that, that you have to figure out. That's how you out. get great at sex. You mm-hmm. have to know what it is you like yep. and be able to figure out how to infuse that in into what the other person likes and it all boils down to listening to me you have to pay attention and listen you have to listen to the to to the what they're telling you and you have to listen to their bodies you have to be connected in that way to that person you do that's what makes great sex i agree you know what i mean you can't fake that you can't you can't play around with that you really have to pay attention and that's how you will become good at sex. And understanding the female body. There are mm-hmm. a lot of women and people. Mm-hmm. And um, most of our audience are women or yes. female identifying. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of them mm-hmm. who don't really understand or aren't very well versed in the female anatomy. Yeah, I know. And that is going to take you very far (laughs) in the world of lesbian (laughs) sex. I agree. Learning just the basic biology, learning the parts, where they are, what they They do. do. 
because yeah, oh, you can man. like people are all so obsessed with the clip, but yeah, it's like that's that's one little part of. The, I mean, of, it's the part. Yeah, but but, it, but baby, but you know where I'm going. With yeah, this. but like you know, those nerves extend and go other yes. places. However, some of the places that those nerves go, you have to understand what the function of that body part is so that you can know how to touch it, how to stimulate it, what to do. Absolutely. Hence why when you put a woman's foot in your (laughs) mouth, okay, things get the going, okay? They get the going. You have to know the what. You just have to know. And that again goes back to knowing what you like. Yep. And knowing you mm-hmm. and then figuring out the other person. Because mm-hmm. some people are like, man, it's like, bitch, don't put your feet nowhere near my body, let alone near my face. Yeah. Like, no. And I'm the complete opposite. You know, but like. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> if it works for you. Right. But some women I'm are like me. You. And it's like, excuse me, get that off me. <laughs> you know, it's, dam- it's not going in my hand. It's damn sure not going on my face. My you know, so like. You have to know you. And yeah. and if that person really, that does it for them, and mm-hmm. they tell you that, most people, I found, won't say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people are so afraid to talk about what turns them on. Like women, I mean. It's so strange Damn to me. That. Let it be known, baby. So it your is sex life could be better. Great. Yeah. I, you got to let people know what you like, baby. I agree. If you don't let them know, how they gonna, how they going to figure it out? They're not you. Okay, they don't know. Because people are going with this misconception no. that just because as a woman, the sex is going to be good. And no, it's like, no, no. no. That's no. What did we say earlier in the podcast? Communication. Yeah. You have to have these conversations. What is it that you like? Okay, let me know. I'm a woman and I sleep with women and I know Damn. what I like. That don't mean I, don't know, I what know what you what like. You like. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to do something that you hate. Now you yeah. look at me like this bitch don't know. She she sucks at sex. No, yeah. I don't actually. <laughs> I don't. So yeah, it's, you know, it's learning basic biology, understanding the parts so then you can understand how they function, what they do, and then how yep. they can be stimulated. Yes. Because just because you touch something don't mean it feel good, mm-hmm. even though it's quote unquote supposed to. Yeah. Because every woman is different. Some women like their clitoris stimulated softly Mm -hmm. some women like it stimulated roughly right and if you don't understand how that organ works Mm -hmm. you'll be jacking up like you know like some people's it well it swells we know Mm -hmm. that like that's just what it does Mm -hmm. when it's when you're aroused your clit swells and sometimes it gets very sensitive and like the pleasure pain thing they neck and neck, yeah. you know? So, like, you got to really understand yep. the person and the parts and how yep. they behave so you can know how to stimulate mm-hmm. them. So, you know. Let's... And you know that by paying attention to your spouse's body. And, and just and learning react. the female anatomy. Yeah, but, but how they react. Because, like you said, you can be in a place where, like you just said, pleasure and pain. So, you don't want to go in too rough because... They're at that point where you've turned them on so much with foreplay mm-hmm. that, that they're engorged. They, yeah, they're engorged and you can't suck as much as you would normally suck on it because it's it like hurts. it hurts. So you, mm-hmm. you might when you go in, you, you kiss it. And then if they give you a nice response with the kiss, then, you know, all right, cool. They're at the place where it's really, really engorged. So I can't go in like I normally would go in. You know what I mean? So you got to mm-hmm. you got to just pay, just pay attention. Pay, pay the hell attention. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, and, and take it from there. Yeah, and kiss, mm. and kiss. Kissing's lovely. I love a good. Oh. Learn how to kiss. Mm. Cause everybody can't kiss. Oh. Learn how to kiss the person that you are trying to sleep with. Oh, because wow. I have had people. Now I don't kiss everybody, but oh. I have had people kiss me, and, and you know I can tell thing, right? we don't be kissing everybody. Because your mouths are nasty. We don't be kissing everybody. And I'm a le- I'm a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Mouth. I know what y'all do with your mouths. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Um, I've had I've kissed or made out with someone, and I could tell that this is how you kiss everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, or this is how someone told you you're supposed to kiss. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, but kissing is kissing is lovely. It, it is. really is. It gets mm-hmm. things going. Especially when your woman has lips like soft pillows. Here you go. Just... <laughs> Here you go. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm. I'll be pulling you back in, don't I? Like, hey, hey don't go nowhere yet. Don't go nowhere yet, girl. Get over here. Goodness gracious. Yeah, kissing and I guess that's intimacy goes back to intimacy, too. Because... Kissing and touching. Mm-hmm. And take your time. Patience. Patience. Mm-hmm. 
Patience, Lord. Patience. <laughs> this is not, it's not a sprint. No. It's a marathon, it's a marathon. guys. Damn. It's not a sprint. Here's the thing. If I'm, if I'm into you and I'm sexually attracted to you, I'm not rushing it. I'm taking my time. And that's the thing. It's like, oh, Damn. how fast can I make you come? No. Don't worry about it. I get there when I get there. And that's it. Just but, get me there. But you can make her come multiple times. Wouldn't mm. you want to do that? So just relax. Don't just, if it happens, great. Keep going until she says that is enough. She can't take it anymore. Okay. And then that's when you just, you know, you wrap it up. That's it. <laughs> Damn. Patience, guys. Patience. What did they say on Dream Girls? I was Patience. just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Patience. That's, Patience. I couldn't get the lyrics because I was Damn. going to say it and I couldn't get it. Goodness. But guys, this, this week it has been about good sex. Yes. And if you have anything to add to this, please follow us on Instagram. Let we us know. We get your comments. We're on Instagram at Love Life and Labels. We're on YouTube at yes. Love Life and Labels. We are on Facebook at The Sweet Life. Still, Still fighting working with on Facebook. That. I know. They God. won't let me change Lee. the name. But... That's where we are. If you have any questions, any topic um, suggestions. Which we have a couple. Any. um, I got to share with you. We got a couple. Oh, any requests for advice. Mm -hmm. We can be reached either in the email button on our Instagram page or at asklovelifeandlabels at gmail.com. That's it. And we will see you guys next week. And we love you guys. Thank you for the support. We appreciate it. And um, we will see you next week. Peace.